Welcome to PBC Talks. If you would like to find out more information, please visit pbc.org.uk. to speak on James chapter 3, verse 1 of which reads as follows. Not many of you should presume to be teachers, my brothers, sisters, because you know that we who teach will be judged more strictly. And I read that with trepidation, actually, and I thought, help, Ed lad, get yourself together You're here to deliver God's word, and it's a privilege. But it's also that warning. So I come here, you know, we will be judged more strictly. It's a sort of a strictly come preaching this morning. But what we're thinking about is all about words. Words that we shouldn't use, perhaps. What we say and why we say what we say. And also when we say it. Taming the tongue is our subject, and it's uh, what we're going to be looking at. Uh, There's that song, isn't there? Or hymn, Oh, for a thousand tongues to sing. Well, you know, according to James 3, one tongue can be very bad indeed. And so we need to think about that and plug in to this particular chapter. Plug in and be receptive. So let's uh, read from James chapter 3. We all stumble in many ways. If anyone is never at fault in what he says, he is a perfect man, able to keep his whole body in check. When we put bits into the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we can turn the whole animal. Or take ships as an example. Although they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are steered by a very small rudder wherever the pilot wants to go. Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boasts. Consider what a great forest is set on fire by a small spark. The tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole person, sets the whole course of his life on fire, and is itself set on fire by hell. Full of joy so far, this subject. All kinds of animals, birds, reptiles and creatures of the sea are being tamed by man. But no man can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil, full of deadly poison. With the tongue we praise our Lord and Father and with it we curse men who have been made in God's likeness. Out of the same mouth come praise and cursing. My brothers and sisters, this should not be. Then we're going to dip into the second section of James chapter 3, and I've just chosen this particular line, who is wise and understanding among you? And then we can get into that. Words, words we use. Let's uh, look at some thoughts here on our next slide. Life becomes easier when you learn to accept an apology you never got. We're thinking about. A tongue has no bones, but it can break a heart. Here's one. 
I speak my mind, lots of people say that, because it hurts to bite my tongue. Yes, controlling the tongue, taming the tongue is what it's all about. Then how about this, next slide. <clears throat> Sticks and stones may break my bones, but come on folks, it's your turn. Names, I didn't hear it, come on PBC, you can do better than that. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but names, yes. Names will never hurt me. But actually, is that right? Names will never hurt me. I don't know. I remember a few years ago, at the law firm I was attached to in Sale, <clears throat> we used to deal with a lot of neighbour disputes, squabbles, a uh, lot of defamation going on in Sale at the time. And a lady came to see me, <clears throat> and uh, she'd had a really big argument with her neighbours, uh, one in particular... And apparently this neighbour had turned round and called her a cow. <clears throat> Actually, it was a bit more than that. It was a something cow. <clears throat> and she said to me, I want you to write to her and tell her, and these were her words, that I'm not a cow or something cow. And uh, I sort of thought of a little paragraph in a letter here. Well, our client denies being a cow. Uh, we've checked and we have examined our client <laughs> and... We, would you please withdraw the allegation? <clears throat> but you see, it hurt her. It hurt her so much. And she was prepared even to pay a smallish fee for a letter to go off to that particular neighbour. <clears throat> Shows the power, doesn't it, though, of the untamed, the unruly tongue. Then still on a legal theme, because I think there are one or two lawyers in our midst, latest bit of law from the Supreme Court is this. case called Laucho and independent print and another. <clears throat> and it was held in this case, section one of the Defamation Act 2013, that a statement was not to be regarded as defamatory unless the claimant could show on the facts that the statement had caused, little rider, or was likely to cause serious harm to their reputation. Lawyers, are you impressed here today? That was handed down by the Supreme Court on the 8th of July, 2019, just three weeks ago. So basically, my cow lady didn't have a leg to stand on, or, or even four, <laughs> for that matter. Or five, if you count the other one. <clears throat> but, but, I'm sorry, joking apart, taming the tongue that we're considering this morning is a really serious and essential subject and something we need to take on board in our Christian walk and witness. And James uses three illustrations to emphasise the power of the tongue. We'll see those on the next slide. Here we go. The three illustrations from James that we read about. Just a small part of the body, it says, but makes great boasts. And it can do things for good or for evil. So these illustrations come up from James 3. There's the horse and bridle. A small bit held in the mouth of the horse controls the whole animal. And they are big animals, aren't they? They are powerful animals. They can run fast as well. They can stampede. And yet the small bit in the mouth will control. And a small rudder on a big ship can turn the whole ship in another direction altogether. And then that small spark can let loose. If it's let loose, will spread like wildfire, 
literally. We often talk about gossip like that, don't we? Spreading like wildfire. And so these illustrations are very pertinent to that, to us. The malicious talk, the hurtful comments, and we need to have control over them. We need to hold the reins of the horse, if you like. We need to steer the ship with the wheel, be in control of something so that it doesn't flounder and the horse can be controlled as well. And we don't make forest fires. There's no getting away from it. What we say defines who we are and to whom we belong. I often don't like it when a, a speaker comes and repeats the thing as though we didn't hear it the first time. But I'm actually going to repeat that. Not for your sake, but for mine. And do it this way. What I say defines who I am and to whom I belong. You see, we can be sweetness and light on a Sunday at church and we can be a devil in the home or at work on a Monday. The point of the illustrations in James is this, that once we learn to tame the tongue, i.e. for it to be perfectly controlled and our words to be perfectly controlled, we will be in control of every part of ourselves. We will be bridled, if you like, like that horse, kept in check our whole body. And nobody... Nobody here is immune. Next slide, some thoughts. <clears throat> I seriously need a speed bump between my brain and my mouth. <laughs> have you thought about that time to time? Yes, I have. Or as Shakespeare, we're going a bit classical now, said, give every man your ear, but few your voice. He understood. He was a great writer, of course. Yes, we need to have control. Hold the reins of the horse and steer the ship by the wheel. And, you know, the one thing that we ought to be aware of is with wagging tongues, so much damage can be done to others. And in James, he's really teaching us to proceed, yes, by all means, to use our tongues for the right things and say the right things and proceed with caution. Next slide. <clears throat> because we all stumble in many ways. And we can emphasize that. And the, the meaning of stumble here in James is something that's not caused by the actions of others, where all the lawyers are jumping in saying, have you had an accident in the last three years? <clears throat> something that's not entirely accidental, but down to us, not watching and controlling ourselves. And we stumble. It's an action that is entirely down to us, without the interference of anybody else. We can stumble in the words that we say, unkind criticisms, indulging in gossip and slander, the sort of cow lady syndrome as well, angry words. And then the more subtle, flattery and insincere words. The word fake is so fashionable these days, isn't it? We hear about fake news all the time, especially from America. Also applies where Christians are concerned in our lives. Fake views regarding others. 
that we are expressing and passing on. And it has a lasting effect. And it can cause serious and permanent harm. But the good news, folks, is, and there is good news in this chapter, and to be positive, that, of course, a well-timed and genuine expression of love and a compliment can have a lasting effect on someone for good and support someone for good. You know, I remember a few years ago, well, over 40 years ago, actually, when um, I was asked at the church we went to in Bramhall <coughs> to start a series of family services. It was a sort of a newish concept then, bring the children and the families together. And Ed, would you do it? And would you lead the, 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 the talk and the whole service? And I was terribly nervous. It was new. It was different. And I needed help. And I got through the service. I wasn't sure whether it was going to have gone down terribly well or anything. But uh, one of the members of the church, a surgeon, some of you may know him, um, Junior Bell, lovely, lovely Christian man. And as he was going out, he simply turned to me and said, you were God's servant this morning. And that meant such a lot. The use of the tongue for good had a permanent effect upon me because I felt enabled through it by God's Holy Spirit, not of my own doing. But I knew that I was the Lord's servant. That is where I wanted to be. And that is where I still want to be when it comes to handling God's word, even today, this morning. You see, it's not all about bad news that we may pass on. But we have to learn how to articulate the good news to others. And how do we do that? I couldn't immediately find what I thought was the answer from James 3. It seemed to be so negative and all bad news. But I believe I found it in the second section of the chapter from verse 13. And you can read into this later. Because that's about wisdom. And at first, again, I thought, well, it's a bit out of context on the subject of taming the tongue. Where does wisdom come in? But, you know, in a closer study, I see the connection and the means by which our good deeds will lead, our good words, I'm sorry, would lead to good deeds. And that, of course, is with the help of the Holy Spirit. Because as we all know, and you can come in again on this, actions speak Oh, come on, PPC, you can do better than that. The power is now on in all sorts of ways, okay? Actions speak louder than words. Brilliant. Or as 1 John 3, 18 said, My little children, let us not love with word or with tongue only, but in deed and in truth. And then a key verse for us to take away this morning in Proverbs 10, verse 19. He who restrains his lips is wise. He who restrains his lips is wise. And when I read that, I saw the connection here in the latter part of this chapter. So let me introduce you to my little friend, the mouse, the church mouse on the next slide. <clears throat> now we have and a verse there, who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show it by his good life, by deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom. 
You know, if you are a very hungry little mouse and you suddenly smell the lovely fresh smell and aroma of some cheese and you see it served up on a lovely cheese board <laughs> but it's got a funny little spring attached to it. Well, if you're a smart little mouse, you remember before you go out of your hidey hole and take part in that fair, that this has happened before. And some of your little friends from their little hidey holes went out to receive the cheese fair, but never came back. So being a wise little mouse, you wait. You keep control. You've got understanding. Because you're wise and understanding. And sure enough, not so long after, another little mouse emerges and goes where wise mice fear to tread. And all of a sudden, there's a snap and a squeal. And you can come out of your hidey hole and run off with the cheese. So who among PBC here today is wise and understanding? Because we all stumble. We all stumble. Therefore, what is God telling us today? He's telling us that we need to apply heavenly wisdom in all aspects of our Christian living. And the wisdom that James speaks of is from Christ himself. Verse in Colossians that Paul wrote, Colossians 2 verse 3. It is Christ, it is Christ in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. He is the source. And you'll have considered this in your previous studies uh, on James chapter 1 verse 5. If any of you lack wisdom, let them ask of God. It will be given. So we can all have it, God-given wisdom to control our tongues so that our tongues can be used as they should be used. Yes, we stumble. We stumble over the things that we say, the words we use. But with this God-given wisdom, our tongues will be used for good. And we will be able to say, oh, for a thousand tongues to sing Come on. Our great redeemer's praise. Come on. Oh, for a thousand tongues to sing our great redeemer's praise. Thank you. And that's using it. That's what we should be doing. And also, good news is we get to keep the cheese. Let us pray. I was given 20 minutes to speak. I hope I've controlled my tongue enough for that time. Now we have a prayer. Lord, teach us to hold our tongues when we need to. And to praise your name when we should do. Bring your heavenly wisdom into our lives to do and to say all the things that you have planned for us. And we ask this in Christ's name. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's talk. Join us next week for another inspirational message.